What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast with your girl, Des. How are y'all feeling? First of all, not snow in March. Like, this is crazy right now. But spring is on the way. And I'm so excited for spring to be coming. And as spring comes, we're getting closer and closer to being able to give out funds for our Cool Kids Cry 2 campaign. So if you're new here, Cool Kids Cry 2 is a campaign that I created for all the cool kids. Cool kids, you know them. You might be a cool kid. The person who they stand in their truth, they're a cheerleader for their friends. They show up as themselves all the time. And a lot of times people mistakenly think that these people are good, that they don't have any struggles, they don't have any problems, or that they just know the art of finesse and they can figure it out. And while that may be true, cool kids cry too. And so I created the Cool Kids Cry 2 campaign in light of my own unemployment journey. But just in general, there's been a lot of layoffs and things that are happening. And as you're trying to decipher what you're going to pay for and what you're not going to pay for, I would like to help people still be able to pay for therapy services and that they doesn't have to be one of the things that get cut out of the budget. And so with this campaign, we're taking donations and our hope is that we'll be able to help people who have hit a hardship in the past couple of months be able to continue to or start their journey on paying for therapy services. So be sure that you hit the link to support all the cool kids across the world to be able to take care of their mental health as they're walking throughout 2023. Another thing that's going to be popping off this month is that the prayer calls are coming back. So it has been uh, about two months since we have done the prayer calls. We did them through um, most of 2022, and it was really fruitful and exciting to be on. We used to do the calls for one week throughout the month, every month. We started in February and went throughout the entirety of the year. We did a Bible plan together, and those are really great. How we're changing it this year is that we're going to do the prayer calls every Wednesday. And so, you know, new episodes drop on Wednesday. My newsletter comes out on Wednesday, new YouTube videos on Wednesday. And so Wednesday is just a power day. I believe that as we're going throughout our week, Wednesday is when I start to either hit my stride and I can finish the week strong or I started off strong and I'm starting to feel uh. And so I see Wednesday is like Monday part two, to be honest with you. And But it's different in a way that it can really set up the rest of your week. And so I think the prayer calls being on Wednesdays, We'll just continue to help us get closer to God, closer to ourselves, connect with other cool kids around us, right? But then we're also able to get that final power boost that we need to finish out the week. So those will be kicking off. Be sure that you follow us on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast if you aren't already. So that way you know when we start to kick those off. And the same thing for the newsletter. If you are not subscribed to the Pros and Praise pages newsletter, I'll share that weekly and it'll have the Zoom link in that. And so be sure that you are plugged in. But I am excited to bring the prayer calls back. I think they'll be really nice. And it'll help us build up our habit too by having it every week versus this random week that I chose um, every month. So looking forward to that. So I was listening to this song Scholarships by Future and Drake. And there's this line in there that Drake says that I say it with like extra oomph every time, but it made me think. The line is, I need acknowledgement. If I got it, then tell me I got it then. And I used to love that because it's like, yeah, I need acknowledgement. I'm a words of affirmations girl. At least I was like, resonate. And then if I got it, tell me I got it. Like, yeah, if I'm that girl, tell me if I'm that girl. If you rocking with the podcast, leave a review. Let me know. Like, I was like, you know, I feel that. Like, period. And that is how he starts his verse. And then he just like, you know, goes the rest of the song. And so I really, really, really resonated with that. However, it made me start to think about pride and humility. And when you think about it, pride 
If you need your pride to be puffed up by outside sources, by other people, think about that. It's like you're applying. A song is called scholarships. It's like you're applying for a scholarship. You're putting forth extra effort. You're exerting extra energy in hopes that people will give you something, that they'll give you something that I think sometimes we think that we need. We think on a journey to um, standing in our full authentic selves. We think on a journey to speaking out on certain topics or certain things, doing certain things that we need affirmation from other people to know that we're on the right track or we need that special sign or that co-sign from this program or that thing to let us know like, yep, you're on the right track. Yep, there's a need for this. And it takes extra effort to do that that I think can take away from your authenticity. It can take away from your transparency. It can take away from your truth. And so scholarships, while they can be good, affirmation can be good when that's where all of your energy is going and that's where all of your affirmation is coming from, it starts to get into a pride type of thing. And I actually think that it can deter how you interact with people. It actually isn't as authentic because you're doing things for the human gaze. You're doing things to get a response versus genuinely doing it and the response organically coming to you. On the flip side, When you have an awareness about who God says that you are and you work on believing it, because I think there is a difference, okay, between knowing what God says and believing what he says. But as you start to close that gap and you know what he says about you, you know what he's not just in the word either, what he's like affirmed in your quiet time, what he has told you in certain songs that you listen to, certain gospel songs you'll play, and you're like, no. I claim that for me, certain people in the Bible that you just really resonate with their story, but it's because God affirmed something in them. He called them a fighter. He called them a good steward. And you're like, that's a word for me. As we start to get a deeper awareness and sense of that and know it and believe it for ourselves, I think that changes everything. And it allows you also to have gratitude, right? Because when you when you have gratitude, first of all, it changes everything. You can go at things with a totally different posture because you are thankful to be in a space. And I don't, I want to be very clear, not thankful. And then you are timid, which you're called not to be because you're like, I shouldn't even be here. And so I'm going to be tiptoeing around everybody or tiptoeing around my purpose because I feel so inadequate. Not that, but gratitude in the sense of I shouldn't be here and yet I am. And so because of that, I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity. Because of that, I'm going to stand 10 toes in who God has called me to be because he's called me to be that person here. And as you do that, you can have people gravitate towards you and because your gratitude sparks a gratitude in them. You sending your authenticity causes them to send in their authenticity in a different way. You being just curious, playful, exploratory in a space, it'll cause other people to do that same thing. But pride will not get you that result. You will come off nasty to people. You will come off like you're doing too much because you are. You'll just come off in a way that likely won't speak to who you are deep inside. And it just it just really throws some things off, okay? And so when we think about applying for scholarships of affirmation, applying for that cosign from outside sources, it takes extra work and you're always at the mercy on if you are accepted by the application of being accepted or not. However, when you think about somebody paying a debt for you, 
So there's still no balance because that's the thing, right? Scholarships are good because there's something that you have a need for and somebody's feeling the need. The thing is the source. Where is it coming from? As you think about somebody paying a debt for you, Jesus, okay, and paying a debt for you, and you can have gratitude on that. Like, yo, you didn't handle something, babe, that I just, I would have never been able to do. And then because of that gratitude, you're like, let me, let me do this for you. Let me stand 10 toes. Let me go hard in this thing. Let me be kind to people. Let me use my time well. Let me use my money well. Let me just show up. You are still getting the benefit of being filled. You're still getting the benefit of being accepted. But because of who's accepting you, because of where you're getting the acceptance and the affirmation from, it changes how you show up and it changes what you get and how you give to other people. Having an awareness that Jesus gave you a full ride versus having to exert energy to get scholarships from programs or people that's the sweet spot. You want to be in that space where you can be gracious on how far you've come, on what he's handled for you. And that grace allows you to be humble. It allows you to be patient as you're waiting on things to come your way, as you're waiting on other people to stand in who they are and you need something from them, or you wish that things were just moving at a different pace. You can be kind still. You can exert those fruit of the spirit because you're not doing it out of a place of fulfilling the lack or fulfilling a need internally that you have, you're doing it from the space of being filled. You're doing it from a space of that full ride. When I have a full ride at school, if I had a full ride, I still got to go to class, right? There's still things that I have to do, but my energy just going to be a little bit different because I know that it's handled. I know that I'm good. I know that them books are green. They're green, okay? When you're doing something from a deficit, from a place of lack, when you feel like you have to continue to prove yourself, you have to continue to go the extra mile, not to achieve a goal, the extra mile just to be noticed, just to feel like you're seen, that gets real dangerous because you start to lack on your self-care. You start to lack on actually believing that you're called, right? Because if you, what happens if you don't get the affirmation? What happens if you don't get that? And I think that is what the difference is on just genuinely being affirmed because people see something and they're like, hey, I see you. I respect you. I like that. And you could go home with that. And that is getting acceptance from an outside source. When you are prideful though, it, you start to get nasty when you don't get that. You start to feel entitled and that people owe you something. You start to get envious and jealous when other people get affirmed, when other people get the acceptance, when other people are posting that they got the grant or what have you. And that space, being gluttonous in that way where you need the affirmation to survive is dangerous because the way to get out is back at the start of recognizing where you are truly affirmed from and walking from that space. And so we might as well start there. We might as well say, you know what? Jesus didn't pay it all, okay? <laughs> so because he's paid it all, because he didn't slid 10 toes down for me, because when I didn't even deserve it, he was like, stamp, you're good. Stamp, you're mine. Stamp, this is the plan that I have for you. Let me go ahead and go all the way. And there's a scripture that I want to reference that links to this, and it's Proverbs 18:12. I'm reading from the CSB. It says, Before his downfall, a person's heart is proud, but humility comes before honor. I don't know about y'all. I'm trying to be honored in this life. I do. I want, of course, I want the awards. Of course, I want to be on the stages, right? This past weekend, actually, I moderated my first panel of 2023 and it was at the Black Visionaries brunch. Shout out to my boy, Aaron. And um, he just 
host this brunch and this space for creatives to come together, to be able to share their visions, their ideas, to network with each other, enjoy a couple drinks and bites, and to just get knowledge, to get wisdom, and to share resources with each other. And so I was able to moderate a panel talking about community and how we're able to lean on each other. And even that, if you are prideful, you don't want to lean into community. You don't want to allow people to moderate. He could have moderated that because that's extra shine for him, right? But having humility and exerting humility in that way, you allow other people to stand in their truth, to stand in their power. And as they do that, I'm shouting him out on my podcast right now because of his humility. I'm honoring him in a way that doesn't happen when you're prideful. When you're prideful, you could be around the best of the best, the most elite folk, and they're going to remember your pride. Before they remember any of your accolades, before they remember any of your resume stamps, they're going to remember your attitude and how you made them feel. And if you're making people feel less than, they're going to give you less than what you may feel you deserve or what you're actually called to experience with other people. Because it's a two-way street. So I truly believe that as I'm looking to be honored and there are more things that I want to do. There are goals that I have for this platform, goals that I have for people that I want to meet, the impact that I want to have. Then I have to be full of humility. I have to remove pride. I have to be able to be accepted enough by God that I don't need the acceptance of other people. I can accept it. I can welcome it when it comes. I cannot, I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, don't talk down on me. Like, you know, there are some people who I feel like they feel they deserve that. And so they seek out those self-deprecating things or those nasty kind of <laughs> jokes from people that are actually not jokes and is telling about how they feel about you. I ain't accepting that. That ain't what we're talking about. However, you want to be able at a place where your people's experience with you is even palatable, where they want to honor you. They want to give you opportunities. They want to shout you out. They want to give you praise. And it can be a fine line depending on what scenario you find yourself in, what your family history is, what your previous traumas and hurts are, right? And so I want to call that to the forefront this week that pride doesn't get us what we think. And a lot of us know that. A lot of us don't see pride as something that we would even self-proclaim that we gravitate towards. But pride comes from seeking outside validation and seeking outside validation comes from not being validated from the right source. Being validated from the right source is understanding that the debt is paid, but it's not because you have to exert any extra energy. It's not because you have to exert any extra energy. It's not because you had to do an extra thing before you were made whole and complete. You're whole and complete today. With all your issues, with all the things that you still want to fix, all the things you talk to your therapist about, you are good. And from that place, from that place is where you can go forward saying, I'm accepted. I'm good. There are things I'm working on. There's things where I might have to apologize for. There are things that I might have to journal about later. But I am made whole and complete. And it's by God that loves me, by God that cares, by God that calls me to be in every room that I find myself in and that he calls me to be there fully. It's not from a place of lack. It's not because I need the people that are in the room before me or that are coming after me to continue to affirm my worth in being there, but I'm enough being there simply because I found myself there. And then we can start to create rooms. We can create opportunities. And again, it's from that place. And as we do that, my hope for me is that I am 
creating spaces where other people also feel that, right? I don't want to create a space and I feel whole and complete, but then for some reason, people are in my presence, they feel like they have to work to get a, a stamp of approval or they have to work to feel worthy. So I want to be forthcoming with affirmation. I want to be forthcoming with um, just having a kind spirit and a kind aura when people are around me so they don't even feel uneasy and like they have to contort and shape shift to do things. And so that's just something that I think the more that I work on that for myself and how I accept that for me, I'll be able to just naturally embody that environment when people are finding themselves in a space that I'm in. So the power tool for this week is to check your acceptance letter. Check your acceptance letter. We can be accepted by a lot of things and a lot of people, okay? Some things, it don't take much to be accepted by. Some people are not easily impressed. Some programs that we apply to, it was only two applicants anyway. So you getting accepted by something doesn't always mean that it's elite. It doesn't always mean that it's the bar. Check your acceptance letter. Is it acceptance from man or is it acceptance from God? The institution makes all the difference. If I get accepted to one college versus another college, one might make me a little bit more excited, even if it's going to be a tougher path, even if it's going to be more work, even if I'm going to be more or less visible, depending on how I feel about that, because the institution is that good. You go to Yale, you tell me you ain't got to put in some work. You got to put in some work. But if I got accepted into Yale, because of how prestigious that institution is, it holds a bit more weight. I want us to check our acceptance letters. Where we're getting our acceptance from is we're walking day to day. Because getting acceptance from God, from the right source, from the right institution, it holds a bit more prestige. And when you get that acceptance, you accept it. You got to respond, right? When you get accepted at a college, you say, yeah. So when you say yes to God, yes to your acceptance of me, yes to what you say about me, what you claim, who you claim that I am, you are then able to walk about campus, which is life, a little bit different. When you are wearing the paraphernalia, okay, you have a bit more um, a sense of connection because you understand the institution. And so check your acceptance letter. If you are finding yourself being accepted by Instagram likes, maybe it's time for a little time off of social. If you are finding acceptance from your coworkers, maybe you don't get a shout out at the next meeting, you know what I'm saying, for your team and see how that makes you feel. If you feel like nothing shot me out, maybe there's some pride that's in there that you want to get filtered out. You know what I mean? Do a check. What are you being accepted by? What are you looking for to put a stamp of approval on you when you've already been approved? Check it, know it, get familiar. And if you aren't being accepted by the right thing, get realigned today. I love y'all. Remember to donate to the Cool Kids Cry 2 campaign. We're going to keep it going. I want to be sure that we can get as many resources for the cool kids as we can for therapy services. I know therapy can be a lot and depending on who your provider is and XYZ, the prices can vary. And so I'm looking to get as many donations as we can so we can help as many people or cover as many sessions as we can. The sources will be going out super soon. If you've got donation matching at work, if you got a family member who really cares about mental health or another resource even that you can share with me as I'm pitching the campaign out to people, let your girl know because I really want to make sure that this is impactful. As I said, as people are um, in different financial situations, 
therapy and just even our mental health, our physical health can be one of the first things to go because it can be expensive. And so I'm looking to close that gap, but I need y'all's help to do it. So if you have the capacity to donate, be sure that you click the link and join us in our mission. Also, don't forget that the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter is where you can find all the details for any upcoming events that I have, campaigns that I have, prayer calls that are going to be dropping. So be sure that you subscribe to that. Remember to profess your power and there's power in pros.